Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the tiny stage hour of Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England every Tuesday night, 8 to 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John. If you're a local musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, get in contact with me. Find all the information up on the Almost Famous page at 95.9WATD.com. While you're there, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. And if podcasting is your thing, we have one of those as well. You can find that at almostfamousradio.com or by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app. So tonight, we are on the tiny stage with Katie Cook. How you doing? Good. How are you? I am great. And also being joined in studio by Justin McCauley, the president of the Friends of Bridgewater Music Alley. How you doing? Good, John. Thank you for joining me in the first hour. We were talking about the 2021 season, and we talked about the uh, the Friends of Bridgewater Music Alley. You're the, the president. Katie's also one of the members as well. So, Katie, introduce yourself. Who is Katie Cook? So, I'm Katie Cook. <laughs> um, I'm new to songwriting. I'm very excited about it. I've been a violinist for most of my life and I started writing songs recently and I'm very excited to be releasing an EP hopefully by the fall um, so I wanted to share some original music with you guys. Awesome. Not only are you a great local musician and part of the Music Alley but you're also a small business owner too. Talk about your music loft. Yeah, so I own the Music Loft which is a music lesson studio in Bridgewater Center, and we offer one-on-one private lessons on guitar, violin, piano, and voice at the moment. And we are sort of an outside-of-the-box thinking studio. We have a lot of fun, and we have a very creative group of teachers who are super excited about music. And as a result, you know, our kids are, are absolutely in love with music. So we're just trying to foster that and, and help them on their way. Fantastic. And how long has music been a part of your life? Um, like 30 years. <laughs> and you're 25, so... <laughs> no, 36. I think six, I was six or seven, and I was lucky to, to have piano lessons. And then I started playing the violin when I was like nine. So, And then I started playing guitar as a, as a teen, an angsty teen. Very cool. Obviously, COVID has been devastating to the music community and to small businesses as well. What was the last year and a half like for you? I learned a lot. It was challenging, but we powered through and just kept going. And we're lucky to have um, an awesome community and parents and families and students who keep coming back and keep learning music. So no complaints. Did you notice or did you discover that the need for music escalated over the last year and a half? Yeah. I think that's personally why I was able to finish (laughs) these songs myself. But um, (laughs) I think everybody's kind of in that boat, like looking for outlets, right? And just ways to, when you can't play with your bandmates or you can't, um, you know, play socially. I think there's a need for to be doing that as an activity on like a on your own personal musical journey, like taking lessons, just sit in your room and practice your instrument. You can't go out and do anything else. So, yeah. So in addition to the EP that's in the works right now, you're involved in several projects 
many of them are here on the South Shore. But before we get to that, let's hear a song. What are we listening to first? Okay, this is called Seagull Song. All right, we have Katie Cook on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Waiting to jump, waiting to die 
Very cool. That's Katie Cook on the tiny stage. 95.9 WATD. Amazing job on that. Talk about how you wrote that. I was, like, imagining a place, like a carnival, like Coney Island. (laughs) And it's called Seagull Song because it's, it's really told from the perspective of a seagull who's witnessing a man sort of in a dark place. And it's about, like how the man's inner thoughts are different from the seagull's perspective, who's looking from above and, like, seeing the big picture, and I don't know. When you first came here, about a year ago, I think, you played that song, and you called it Coney Island. (laughs) Yes. Damn it. And I'm just curious as to know, like, how you compose, and when do you know a song is ready? Um... I'm, I don't know. I'm like still figuring that out, I guess. But I think you. <laughs> Which just, I think is a sign of a great artist because if you, ha- if you haven't figured it out yet, then there's still going to be great music. Yeah, room, room to grow, room to grow. Now, we talked just before that last song that you're involved in several different projects and bands. Talk about some of those, if you would. Yeah, so I'm a member of Loft String Quartet, which is um, a string quartet. And we play weddings and we play a lot of pop music, which is fun. So. It's uh, two violins, a viola, and a cello, and we kind of put our own spin on, on things, which is which is cool. So that's fun because it's like there's no vocals and you're communicating with each other, like solely with your bows, pretty much. <laughs> and you're also in the Fancy Bassets. Yes. We're actually we're rehearsing this coming Friday, ironically, um, for the first time in like a year. <laughs> um, but we're excited to get back to it. We do covers, like um, a lot of covers by like the band and the Beatles and Fleetwood Mac and different things like that. And then some more modern stuff. We throw in some David Bowie too. But it's like um, violin, cello, uh, drums and guitar and like mixed vocals. And it's a blast. Very cool. Yeah. We also have Justin McCauley here, the, uh, the president of Friends of Music Alley. How did you get involved in Music Alley, Katie? When I opened the the music, sorry, music loft, <laughs> okay. um, I like reached out to the, to the folks at Music Alley and was like, "Hey, I'd love to be involved." And um, they opened their arms to me, and I joined the board, and it's it's been awesome. It's it's a great group, good that, cause. That's cool. So you've got the string project, which is like an instrumental type thing. You've got the band. You've got the solo career. Is there one that you prefer? Do you prefer to be in the spotlight? Do you prefer to be behind the scenes or, or not singing? What, what is your preference when it comes to music? Music's like very social, so I like playing with people better, I think. But I also, I have fun like layering in my own head. Like I like kind of putting this mix together, these ingredients to put some sort of thing out myself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Is that what we can expect on the EP once it's released? Yeah, so it's like um, more textured and colored, I hope, than tonight because I like to layer, as I already said. Now, we should mention, too, that it's just one person in there. It's just you. How yes. are you creating what we're hearing? So I just, on my little looper pedal, I just recorded the myself playing the guitar part today and then um, so I thought I could play violin over it because it's like a kind of a sparse song. So I felt like it needed the the violin line. And I feel like the violin line is a character in the song, sort of. like I can hear that. Yeah. That's cool. awesome. That's nice. cool. So 
how has writing music affected your confidence in performing? It's definitely made me feel like more grounded, I, I guess, like in a different way. How so? And as a violinist, like you're always like playing melodic things and you're always like the color. Like if you're in a band, like the violin is the color, which is a blast. Like I'm not complaining, but <laughs> this has like been more deeply like trying to frame like a musical idea in like all areas has been an awesome challenge. And I've felt like pretty excited about it. Very cool. We're chatting with Katie Cook tonight on the tiny stage here on WATD. Let's do another song. What are we listening to next? Um, I'll do, um, this is called The Clown. Okay. Switching instruments here. I got to tune quick, sorry. That's a beautiful tailor, by the way. Thanks. While you're tuning, what's your website? Musicloftbridgewater.com. I don't have a, a, a website yet for myself, but... Soon. Once the, <laughs> if you want to check out Music Loft. <laughs> once the EP is out. <laughs> yes. And while you're tuning, Justin, why don't you share the website for Bridgewater Music Alley? You can find us at <clears throat> www.bridgewatermusicalley.com. And John, what a special treat it is to see here and listen to Katie live. Um, and it, it strikes me listening to her, her, her talk about her music and her process and even her role in the Bridgewater community through the Music Loft when you asked her about kind of surviving and thriving through the pandemic and her modesty is it strikes me because not only does she survive and thrive but she does a lot of a lot of special things um both you know both of course as a performer like i said her voice in this room is spectacular and that's all her you might be listening being like wow i wonder what they're doing to make her sound so good i'm sitting right next to her it's that's all her amazingly um no auto tune up here no auto tune and um (laughs) And, and even just as as a resident in Bridgewater and as somebody whose <clears throat> daughter takes lessons um, on the piano from Katie, the environment that she and her team create in the loft is a confidence-boosting, creativity, um, energizing space. And it, it's been a special thing to have associated with my child during a pandemic when they were isolated and stuck inside. So, I mean, and, and, and I've heard from other parents and, you know, it's something really special. So... Don't let her modesty belie her accomplishments and talents. That's one free lesson on the house? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm already paid for. I just have to get the courage to come in. So, Cool. Katie, what's this song called again? The Clown. All right. Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. We are live on the tiny stage.
Katie Cook on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. You're one of those songwriters who is able to create characters and write from their perspective. Talk about how you accomplish that. It's like vignettes, sort of like some childhood um, sort of stories in my head and, and then like painting it a different way if that makes sense and it does speaking through like or coming from the lens of like a character that doesn't exist we are up against our first break of the nine o'clock hour but we have a lot more songs to share and more to talk about with katie cook on the tiny stage right here on 95.9 watd and now back to almost famous on 95.9 watd 
Welcome back to the almost famous Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. My name is John, tonight being joined in studio by my special guest host, Justin McCauley of Bridgewater Music Alley. How you doing, Justin? I'm doing great, John. And who is our Tiny Stage guest tonight? Our Tiny Stage guest is Katie Cook, and she is sounding spectacular. She is. I know you're a fan. Big fan. <laughs> in addition to being a great musician, uh, Katie is also a member of Bridgewater Music Alley. Uh, Justin, you're the president of Friends of Bridgewater Music Alley. Give us the information about the season that kicked off last week. Yeah, so our season just kicked off. We're so excited to be back in person in our beautiful outdoor alley venue in Central Square in Bridgewater, Massachusetts. We have a great lineup of shows this season. So you come down and see folks like myself and Katie and, and the, the famous John Shea right there in the alley <laughs> yes. as we take in some great live music. What's the website again for more information? www.bridgewatermusicalley.com. Awesome. And Katie Cook, reintroduce yourself if you would. Hello, I'm Katie Cook, and I'm sharing some original music tonight that I'm excited about, and I hope you guys like it. Awesome. And not only are you an amazing local musician, but you're also a small business owner with the Music Loft right next to Music Alley and Bridgewater Center. Talk about that. Yeah, so the Music Loft is a private lessons music studio We offer one-on-one lessons on guitar, violin, voice, piano. We'll be introducing more instruments soon. We got a little, when the the pandemic decided to say hello, we've been a little bit limited. So we're excited to start offering more instruments at our studio. And um, yeah. What made you want to explore the world of teaching? Hmm. Because I I love, I feel like it's sharing. I, I feel like it's more of like a sharing of your experience but probably more important, your your love of it. So I feel like as I just, I studied like performance actually in college and then I switched to education because I, I don't know, I couldn't, I like loved playing so much, but I love people so much. So I guess just trying to fuse that and if you can like share your knowledge with, with someone else and but also share your enthusiasm for it and hope that they love it too and hope that it means something special to them and makes them a better person that's that's a cool thing as a songwriter and as an original musician are you ever inspired by your students yes each lesson is like a a different thing meaning like you have like a rapport with your student and like you're never like teaching the same way to like the next student you're all you know and it's like a an exchange I feel like it's way more of an exchange and you're just trying to inspire them and like motivate them all the time and you you really just want them to go home and like play like all week because that's really what makes you better so honestly they inspire me a lot to go home and play because I'm like I get excited about about the way that they improve or the the challenging questions they have like I'm pretty open and I have like a lot of times a student will say like like I don't know what you mean and like we'll laugh and I'll like say it in a different way like um, they kind of call me out like you know and they inspire me to find like a different like path to reach them if that makes sense like it does. it's not always going to be the same for everybody and that goes beyond teaching too I think what's mm-hmm. the website for the music loft musicloftbridgewater.com awesome and are you still accepting students yes cool go check sure. it out if you're interested in working with Katie that's the place to go We are going to uh, switch gears, I think, a little bit here and hear a couple of the songs that influenced you. Yes. So I'm going to do a cover. 
This is called Amsterdam, uh, I believe originally written by Gregory Allen Isakov, but there's also a version by Mandolin Orange that I thought was cool, and it has a nice, like, bounce to it, I guess. Well, let's hear it. We have Katie Cook joining us on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Nice. That's Katie Cook 
live tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. When did you start singing? Because you have an incredible voice. Thank you. Um, a couple years ago, a few years ago, I guess like maybe 2017-ish, I started like... Do you mind if I ask, why did you wait? Um, I think I identified as, I like labeled myself as like a violinist. Once you realized that you could sing, how long did it take you to build up the confidence to then start singing in front of people? Yeah, it took a while. Like I just kept doing it, I guess. Like the as you get more comfortable, you sound better. It's like the it's like anything. And actually, if I may plug John Bitsis, who is the voice teacher at the Music Loft, he's been coaching me here and there and giving me some awesome tips, just little tools like how to support your your voice physically and things like that because I felt the hardest thing was like as a violinist like you're sort of like a musical introvert because you're hiding you're like well I guess maybe any instrumentalist you're like instrument is doing the speaking so then once you start to sing you're like oh crap like like vomiting your like (laughs) emotions and you can't use like a tool like well you are using a tool I shouldn't say that but it's just feels weird going from like being an instrumentalist to like just doing it and it, it feels it's really rewarding I, I like it a lot did you start writing music with lyrics before you started singing yeah yeah most people that i have on this show they were singing since they were little and it wasn't until later in life that they picked up an instrument for you it's kind of the opposite you picked up an instrument early on but it wasn't until later in life that you started singing yeah. Talk about that. And how do you think that affected your performance ability? I guess I've been writing little pieces of songs for much longer than a few years, but I think I was like, oh, I want to like know what that sounds like. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's literally what it was. Because like, I did, in, when I was in college, I used to like go, there was like this creepy laundry room, and I like would go there instead of studying and like play and like sing quietly while like the laundry machines like roared but like I was I was writing ideas down and like and then I was like oh I should like really try to make my voice an instrument to tell this story or whatever you're working on a debut yes talk to us about that yes so I have um I'm going to release an EP of three songs it's in the very early stages right now in terms of like getting re- actually released but it's sort of like I was just talking to Justin it's like a, a little mini like a kind of a concept EP it's like a little mini concept album about this larger idea I have and I'm hoping to by you know just finishing this project and get the momentum to like doing a full album eventually do you have a title yet for the project I do not can I suggest one yes how about the creepy laundry room <laughs> CLR. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm remembering, I'm like looking off to the dis- distance, remembering it. <laughs> that is the voice of Katie Cook, and she is joining us tonight on the tiny stage. Let's keep on rolling with the music. What are we listening to next? I'm going to do an arrangement of Moon River. Ooh, okay. Which. Taking us back. Yeah. To when Justin was little. Burn! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I think it got 
cooler in here. That's why the guitar is like. Sure. Blame it on the air conditioning. <laughs> First the guitar, now the air conditioner. <laughs> Whatever, guys. <laughs> Good to go? Yeah, sorry. All right, let's hear it. That is Katie Cook tonight on the Tiny Stage, 95.9 WATD. Very cool version of that. Thank you. When you're covering a song, Katie, how do you make it your own? I think I, like, play it straight ahead first. I don't know. I just, like, feel a different... You, like, Katie-fied that song. Katie-fied. I actually, um, yeah, I, I, for this particular case, I tried to modernize it a little. By doing that, like, um, I don't know. I guess it, like, evolves a bit. What's a song you wish you had written? Like, any Phoebe Bridgers song, any song by the band, any song by the Beatles. Yeah, I love Phoebe Bridgers. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she's awesome. How about your most hated song of all time? What's one song that you would completely eliminate if you could pick just one? That's yeah. Oh my gosh, I hate Ario Speedwagon. But like, but sorry to anyone listening. But like, who who loves Ario Speedwagon? I wasn't expecting that. Um, I don't know. What do I hate? Definitely hate lots of songs. Um, I don't know. How about you, Justin? 
Oh Lord, I, <laughs> I, it, it's funny. I I was coming home from a Celtics game last Friday, and uh, there was a gentleman playing a boombox in the subway, and then inevitably got on my train and sat across from me, and he played Smash Mouth. Ew. <laughs> Amongst others, but he kept playing Smash, and I was like, "If you were trying to personally offend me, this is the way." That's this, a good one. This is the way to do it. <laughs> There's a like sea shanty version of that Smash Mouth song that's really funny. Somebody, <laughs> somebody like sea shanty did. And, and, by, <laughs> and by the way, the the title for Katie's EP should be Katie Fied. Katie Fied. Oh, I like that. Yes. Cool. So. We have two more songs left. One of them is going to be an original. I think we're going to close out with that, but what are we listening to next? This is a cover of a traditional song called The Water is Wide. Very cool. The water is wide I can't get over And neither have to fly Give me a bow that can carry two and both shall roll My love and I I lean my back against an old
Awesome, that's Katie Cook on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. Fantastic job on that. Thanks. We are up against our final timeout of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you? Yes. All right, we'll do that, and we'll chat with Justin, too, about Bridgewater Music Alley right after this. 95.9 WATD, it's Almost Famous. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, my name is John Shea. This is Almost Famous, introducing you to independent bands and musicians every Tuesday night, 8 to 10, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. Tonight, my co-host for the evening has been Justin McCauley, president of Friends of Bridgewater Music Alley. How you doing in there, Justin? I'm doing great. Enjoying myself tonight, John. How's Katie sounding? She's sounding spectacular. <laughs> And for you over at Bridgewater Music Alley, it's been a roller coaster of a year and a half having to go completely virtual last year to being able to make this year work. Talk about what happened. I can't even describe how amazing it, it to to be able to still provide virtual live music was amazing and a testament to the performers we work with. But to be in our space with our community having that common experience and, and kind of looking at each other being like, there's something special going on here with that talent. And just, I mean, music filling the square is, is just perfect. So, And I'll ask both of you this question, both you and Katie. What is your favorite part of being involved in an organization like Bridgewater Music Alley? Just a, a community of music lovers and people who have the same goal of like creating a cultural space for people to have access to free live music. Yeah, I, I concur. It, it, it's the best kind of people. Um, you're, you're around folks that are giving of themselves and their time for a greater good. And, you know, I, my involvements through this have led to great friendships and um, being able to connect with folks that I that I look up to and admire and, um, and, and feel honored to be around. So that has been kind of the intrinsic reward in and of itself. Something that I've been asking a lot of people especially since we had to go through what we did last year. What did you like most about streaming those concerts that we did last year versus having the actual physical person in the alley playing live? It's mm. a good question. Yeah. I, I mean, for me, it was kind of like the access. Like, we, we had to pivot and figure out what we were going to do fast, and so we were maybe a little ahead of the curve. And so that helped us to book and get access to musicians who maybe we might not have being able to get if we were in person that season. Yeah, because suddenly nobody had to travel. Correct. And, you know, sort of sit in my living room, eat from our sponsored local vendors with my family and listen to Ryan Mompelou, Will Daly, Adam Ezra, Will Evans, you know, for a, a personal performance. And they did a great job of they may have been miles away or in Will Evans' case in another state, but or, or same with Adam Ezra, who was across the country, but but they interwove the musicality experience and talked about our community and it felt like we were, you know, they were at home with us performing. That was just a really cool part. How about you, Katie? Yeah, did what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was still like, it was cool to see there's still like a lot of engagement and even though it's all virtual, it's exciting to see people commenting and people, it's still like very much alive and the performers still like put their, you know, heart and soul into it and it was a it was what the best we could do and I think 
everyone still really did an awesome job and still kept it alive and yeah. Where is the best place to go to learn more about Bridgewater Music Alley? Yeah, so bridgewatermusicalley.com. Cool. And from there, you can see the complete schedule and link to the Facebook and Instagram pages and see all the cool pictures of of us out there having fun. You can join us, too. (laughs) We have time for one more song, Katie. We're hearing some songs tonight that will be eventually appearing on your EP. What are we closing out the night with? Um, The song is called Washed Up Now. Let's hear it. W-A-T-D 95.9. Thank you both. Get home safely, and we'll talk to you soon. See you in the alley. Yeah.